Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. everyone and welcome to another episode of the v report i am your host Benora lewis also known as norna tish so i don't know about you guys but it's been football non-stop all weekend it was wild card weekend which was fantastic so many games went ways that i didn't think they were gonna go and i guess what happens with during football playoffs you never know what's going to happen also, we had our NCAA football championship game, Alabama versus Ohio State. Definitely going to get into that. But I'm actually going to start with that. Let's start with the NCAA championship. So, shout out to Alabama. That roll tie. Man, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of had Bama winning that from jump. I went with that first. So, I'm just going to say that. Because that's what's the truth. It's just the truth. I I um, was all in for Bama. I'm not going to hold y'all. I was very excited for the game. It was a, a great way to start my week. It was fantastic. Because, you know, like when you say to people that, yo, I know what I'm talking about. Because I just noticed that Bama, the way Nick Saban has his team set up. He always has a few stacked so that they will go somewhere. We, you know, they don't they don't lose by 30 touchdowns. They don't be losing by, you know, like it's like seven to ninety-six. No. But they do be winning 52 to 24, which will happen in Ohio State. Now, don't get me wrong. I am slowly but surely becoming a fan of Justin Fields. I love how athletic this young man is. He is an amazing quarterback. He's an amazing athlete. So I was all for him being successful in this game. He actually he completed 17 out of 33 attempts. He threw for 196 yards. He threw for one touchdown. He also um, rushed for six carries um, for 67 yards. So Justin Fields again, like that. He's a he is an all star. Like he's going. I, I can see him going far. I can see him really doing some stuff in the NFL. Just wait, wait on that young man. Remember that name, y'all, Justin Fields, because yes, the quarterback of Ohio State, but that young man is some talent right there. And he's a junior this year. We'll see. We'll see if, if the if the homie. Um, declares for I don't think he has, but if he does, dope. I'm always a big fan of someone finishing out college. So if he does, well, if Coop finishes out college, shout out to him. If he doesn't, we'll see him in the NFL, right? Um, and also the leading receiver for Ohio State, um, was Chris. Um, I think pronounce his name as Over Ovi. Chris Ovi. He had 18 re- eight receptions. Sorry, eight receptions for 69 yards. Um, pretty much Ohio State at first, they were getting things shut, like things were getting cracking with them in the first quarter. And the second quarter, they were able to give us they gave us 10 points, but it was like it was a struggle from that point on. Um, they were only able to score one more touchdown in the third quarter, and that touchdown was 
a 20-yard pass from Justin Fields to Garrett Wilson. And that, you know, that was the last time the homies saw the end zone. And that's very, very unfortunate. But it overall was a good game. You're facing a fantastic team. Um, people, there's a lot of speculations because they only played seven games, but they were 7-0. But still, you know, they did defeat Clemson. Props have to be given what is there, right? Everyone said Trevor Lawrence is the guy. Justin Fields came over there and showed you that. He still is the guy. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Trevor Lawrence is still the guy. But he showed y'all that he's also he was the guy that day. So hey, it is what it is. But I have to stop and talk about Alabama. Man, it's like I feel like every player that comes out of Alabama is just stellar in every possible way. I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but I think that. I think that. So, if I'm going to talk about Bama, I have to talk about Mac Jones. Mac Jones did his thing. Homie came to play. He came to win. And that's what you need on your team, a a winner, right? He completed 36 out of 45 attempts. He threw for 464 yards. He had five touchdowns. When I tell y'all, Shorty came to play. Shorty came to play. He also, yes, I kid you not, homie also runs. He um, had four carries for 11 yards. I'm telling y'all, it was, this was, now this was something else. Okay? Jones was no joke. Homie is ready for the next level. I think he is going to definitely transfer over really well in the NFL. So I got y'all keep look out right now for Mac Jones because Mac Jones is different. That's a different lad right there. But speaking of different lads, we must talk about Heisman winner Devonta Smith. I think it's Devontae Smith, but he's the APM. Whatever. Devontae Smith. Not, not whatever, sorry. Devontae Smith. <laughs> Heisman winner. Shout out to you, bruh. Shout out to you. This young man, until he hurt his hand in the third quarter, was destroying Ohio State. He had 12 receptions for 215 yards, and he scored three touchdowns. Homie was a beast the first half of this game. He was phenomenal the first half of this game. After his hand, he got did injure his hand, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna be okay. He got wrapped up and he got there ready to pop it, lock it when the game was done. But the um, Devontae Smith, being as skinny as he is and showing you guys that he's still a force to be reckoned with, is so dope. So shout out to him. I don't know why that's on. Shout out to him because that his performance. Um, the first half of the championship game is why he's the Heisman winner. Like, it's as simple as that. But he uh, actually, the funny thing is, he wasn't the lead. He was the lead in receiving, but let's go to rushing real quick because um, Najee Harris, this young man here, I'm telling you, Bamba has a different because homie had tw- uh, 22 carries for 79 yards and scored two touchdowns. Mm-mm-mm. It just like Bama just overpowered Ohio State in this game. And for those who thought the other way around, I'm sorry, boo, because it was never going to go that way. Because I'm telling y'all, this 
this game, whew, this game. And also, not only did he um, have two rush touchdowns, he also had one receiving touchdown, which was um, which was dope as well. Again, 52-24, kind of pretty much says what it is. So I'll give y'all a quick little quarter breakdown. So Alabama pretty much started off a little bit slow in the first quarter. They put up 28 in the second quarter. They put up 10 in the third quarter, put up 7 in the fourth. Pretty much by the half, it was really looking crazy. It was like, it was 35-7. And with a minute and 48 sec- seconds left um, in the second quarter, um, Mark Jones threw a 42-yard pass to Devontae Smith, and that was it. Like, that's like look, like, look at what this boy's catching. It's the way this young man, how quick he is, how like, accurate he is. Like, it's just that that combo, pretty much Jones to Smith is, is the combo. So I'm very excited to see both of these young men um, go into the NFL. I want to see how they definitely made that transition over. It's this game. I'm telling y'all, I was, I was blown away the whole whole game. I was not the edge of my seat. Got very comfortable in my seat, talking my smack because roll tie, baby, roll tie. So let's talk about the NFL real quick because how could we not talk about Wild Card Weekend? Wild Card Weekend was crazy let's start with the bills versus the Colts. so if you were like me you came in here like oh man i built those those buffalo bills different that's it i'm gonna build all the way there's no way the Colts are gonna beat the bills so philip rivers said you know what hold my beer because i'm gonna come to this game with the action okay so, I'm going to get off um, the call stats real quick. Philip Rivers um, completed 27 out of 46 of his attempts. He threw for 309 yards and he had two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, he led in rushing. He had 21 carries for 78 yards and one touchdown. And Michael P- um, Pittman Jr. led in receiving with five receptions for 90 yards. Let's quickly give y'all some of the Josh Allen. The Josh Allen was on fire. This young man was doing something different, okay? This game, he was different. Josh Allen completed 26 out of 35 as attempts. He threw for 340, sorry, 324 yards, and he um, scored two touchdowns. Homie also led in rushing because he had 11 carries for 54 yards, and he scored one touchdown. And we already know where this come receiving. Stephon Diggs, he had six receptions for 128 yards and one touchdown. Man, this game was crazy. I'm going to give you the breakdown. I'm on the radio, okay, real quick. Okay, so we start off with a field goal by... Man, I hate when I can't pronounce the names. Um, by... I'm going to give give you all his last name. Um, Blankenship. Um, but Rod Rodro Blankenship, yeah, he kicked a thirty yard thirty yard field goal. Uh, then the Colts, then the Bills came re- and reciprocated and was like, "Nah, actually, we're not gonna give y'all three points. We're gonna get y'all seven. So then Josh Allen th- um, throws a three yard pass to um, Dawson Knox, and that was for a touchdown. In the second quarter, we have Jonathan Taylor run a one yard in to score a touchdown and had um also the, the extra point was good so it's 10 to 7 josh allen runs a five yard 
um, five yards in the end zone and makes it 10 to 14. Taylor Bass kicks a 46-yard field goal in the third quarter, making it 10-17. Stephon Diggs catches a 35-yard pass from Josh Allen, making it 24-10. Oh, the Colts were not done yet, though, because then Zach um, Baskell caught a nine-yard pass from Phillip Rivers to end the two uh, to make it 16-24. They went for the two-point conversion, but they. Failed. Oh, that hurt. And then Tyler Bass kicked a 54-yard field goal, making it 16-27. Jack um, Boyd caught a 27-yard pass for Phillip Rivers, trying to make it, it made it um 22-27. And Phillip Rivers passed to Jack Boyd for a two-point conversion. Was good, making it 24 27. Unfortunately, the Colts were not able to take down the Bills, but this was a great game to watch because I thought the Bills were going to do some wild, pretty much shoot them out. That's not what happened. But pause, y'all, because the next game was crazy. The Rams versus the Seahawks. If you were going to ask me who's winning this game, I told y'all, Seahawks, right? Jared Goff, after he lost the after he lost the Brady Super Bowl, he ain't been the same. Okay, homie hasn't been the same. But he said again, I'm here to win. So the Rams beat the Seahawks 30 to 20. And this game was a mess. So let's go start with our good our good friend Russ um Russell Wilson here. He completed 11 out of 27 attempts. He threw for 174 yards. He had two touchdowns and one interception. Chris Carson led in rushing with 16 carries for 77 yards. Um, DK Metcalf had led in um, receiving. He had five receptions for 96 yards and two touchdowns. Jared Goff, he completed nine out of 19 of his attempts for 155 yards. And he scored one touchdown. And before Goff got in, we can't forget our man, John Wilford. Because John Wilford started this game off. He completed three out of six of his attempts. He threw for 29 yards. Uh, John Wilford left the game, um, passing it back off to Goff. And who, um, that's why I just read his stats. And we had Cam Akers, who led in rushing. He had 28 carries for 131 yards and scored one touchdown. And leading receiver, we had Cooper Cup. He had four receptions for 78 yards. So pretty much, if you guys were watching this game, if you, no, if you weren't watching this game, this is even better. If you weren't watching the game, here's pretty much how it broke down. I think the game broke down. It started with a 3-0 lead in the first quarter. Um, Matt Gay kicked a 40-yard field goal in the last three minutes and 52 seconds of the first quarter, making it 3-0. Then we're going to get into the second quarter. We have the Seahawks. Um, kick a 50-yard field goal um, done by Jason Myers. And then Matt Gay kicks another field goal for 39 yards. Then we had Darius Williams um, catch a 42... um, Actually, no, he didn't catch it, sorry, y'all. Yeah, 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 he caught it. But yeah, 42-yard interception return. And also, Matt Gay kicked the extra point, and that made it 13-3. Unfortunately, our wrestler is not doing that well. Um, 
he got picked off right there. Then we had DK Metcalf catch a 51-yard pass from Russell Wilson, making it 13-10. Then Cam Akers, um, he has a five-yard run, making it 20-10. Then we have J- Jason Myers kick another 52-yard field goal, making it 20-13. Matt Gage kicks a 36-yard field goal, making it 23-13. Um, Robert Woods, of course, you know, good reliable. This is a 15-yard pass from golf, making it 30-13. Then DK Metcalf catches a 12-yard pass and making it 30-20. Unfortunately, our Seattle Seahawks will be going home, but the Rams will be chugging along and moving forward. Now, a game that shocked everybody. It was a great Saturday night game. The Buccaneers versus the Washington Football Club because everybody's talking about them. I want to talk about them. We got to talk about Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke definitely came in with some hop, some very, very tough shoes to fill, and homie definitely did that. He carried his team, carried team on his back. He completed 26 out of 44 of his attempts. He threw for 306 yards. He had one touchdown, one interception. He also led in rushing with having six carries for 46 yards, and he scored one touchdown. His the lead leader in receiving was Cam Sims. He has seven receptions for 104 yards. Now on the Tampa Bay side, you know we have our guy, the one, the only, Tom Brady. Tom Brady completed 22 out of 40 attempts. He threw for 381 yards and he had two touchdowns. Leonard Fournette was a monster this game. He had 19 reception, 19 carries for a for 93 yards and he had one touchdown. Mike Evans, man, Mike Evans. When you think that knee was out, he that that knee come back in and do what it gotta do. He had six receptions for 119 yards. Oh, this game was good. This is a good game. Um, also for those who have been not a fan, Antonio Brown. Had a 36-yard pass in the first quarter for a touchdown. Ooh. So, shout out to him. So, we start with Ryan um, Suckup catching a 29-yard field goal. Then we had Antonio Brown catching a 36-yard pass from Tom Brady, making it 9-0. Um, to um, zero. The Actually, the extra point was a block, so we ended up 9-0. Then we had... Um, DK D sorry DK D um, JD um, McKissick he um, had a two yard run making um, and scoring a touchdown making it nine to seven then we had Chris Goodwin um, catching a 27 yard pass from Brady making it 15 to seven Mike um, sorry Ryan's um, suck up kicked a 23 yard field goal making 18 to seven Dustin Hopkins um, kicked a 36-yard field goal, making it 18-10. Tyler Haneke had an eight-yard run and went for a two-point conversion. Unfortunately, that two-point conversion was blocked and it was failed. So they ended up being 18-16. Then you have Ryan um, Suckett kick a 38-yard field goal, making it 21-16. Leonard Fernand had a three-yard run, making it 28-16. Steven Smith Jr. caught um, an 11-yard pass from, Ty, um, from Taylor Heineke, 
making it 28-23. Ryan Suckup kicked, kicked a 37-yard field goal, making it 31-23. You must, must, must give respect to, to Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke is was he controlled the team, controlled the, the field, he controlled his team, did with a complete leader. Fantastic game. Shout out to Washington. Washington did a great job. Shout out to Alex Smith for a fantastic miracle um, comeback. It was amazing. Amazing game to watch. It was a it was just but the Buccaneers did their thing and they beat them 31-23. So let's get to our Sunday night, our Sunday night game. Sorry, y'all. Sunday games. We'll start with the Ravens and the Titans. Those who have been doubting Lamar Jackson have to all take a seat. Every last one, y'all got to take a seat because Lamar Jackson finally won his first playoff game and prove all of you haters wrong that he is not to be messed with. So let's talk about Ryan Tannehill really quick. He had completed 18 out of 26 of his attempts. He threw for 130, 165 yards, had one touchdown or one interception. Derrick Henry had 18 carries for 40 yards. And A.J. Brown has six receptions for 83 yards and one touchdown. Lamar Jackson, he completed 17 at 24 attempts. He threw for 179 yards. He had one interception. However, he led in rushing. He had 16 carries for 136 yards, and he scored one touchdown. Marcus, Marcus Brown, um, he had seven receptions for 109 yards. And this game was, it pretty much, Titans were in control in the first quarter. Ravens tied that bad boy up in the second quarter. However, the third quarter, the Ravens um, got ahead by um, a six-yard run from um, Jay, sorry, yeah, J.K. Um, Dobbins. And as he scored a touchdown, then you had Steven Gwakowski kick a, a 25-yard field goal in the fourth. Justin Tucker kicked a 51-yard field goal to end the game. He also missed a field goal earlier, so people were really bugging out. But it's all good because the Ravens ended up on top. So Lamar definitely got his first playoff win. What people were doubting, he said, take my have my beard because I'm not going to be popping. So I don't know about some of you guys. I watched the Bears and Saints game through Nickelodeon. It was adorable, absolutely adorable. And when I tell you the game wasn't, but the whole, you know, having the young commenters do their thing and just having those that cute kid vibes, it brought everyone back to when they were kids watching Nickelodeon. I felt like I was a kid all over again. So, um, the Bears and the Saints. Hmm. I'll say this. This was a very pathetic game. But the Saints did win. They beat the Bears 21 to 9. But let's get you some stats, of course. Mr. Bisky played 19 out of 29 of his attempts. He threw for 199 yards. He had one touchdown. David Montgomery led in rushing. He had 12 carries for 31 yards. Allen Robinson II had led in, I'm sorry, he led in receiving. He had six receptions for 55 yards. Drew Brees, man, so many balls were hit and pretty much picked off. 
not intercepted, but mostly like tapped in the air, caught, and it's just a mess. But not the Bears were the Bears were just not on there on their grind at all. But Drew Brees completed 28 out of 39 attempts. He threw for 265 yards. He had two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, stellar young man right here. I'll tell you that. He um, led in rushing. He had 23 carries for 99 yards. He scored one touchdown. Um, um, Devontae Harris had a, a different game. This young man was all over the field. This kid was this kid was good. He led in receiving. He had six re- sorry seven receptions for 83 yards. I'm not gonna sit here and not, of course, bring up who who can't guard Mike right. Michael Thomas, he had five receptions for 73 yards, and he had one touchdown. May I tell you, everybody was talking about Michael Thomas and and um, the, um, Dante Harris the entire game. It was just, that's all they were talking about completely. But we started our game with Michael Thomas catching an 11-yard pass from Drew Brees. And in the second quarter, because it was really kind of pathetic, the, the Bears really did, only saw, saw the end zone twice. They just could not, I don't know why, but they just could not convert. They just could not convert. Um, um, they just couldn't get a touchdown. It took for, it took the entire game for them to get a touchdown, and it was pretty, pretty pathetic. But um, Cairo Santo, um, Santos in the second quarter kicked the 36-yard field goal, putting the Bears on the board. Latavius Murray um, caught a... Uh, Six-yard pass from Breeze, making it 13, sorry, 14-3. You have Alvin Kamara. I had a three-yard run, making it 21-3. Jimmy Graham uh, cut a 19-yard pass from Mitch Trubisky, making it 9-21. And it was a lot of um, – the Saints defense did a very good job. They just shut down the Bears. The Bears couldn't get anything done. Fantastic defense. Fantastic Saints defense. Um, at first, the, the Bears defense was doing very well. They had they had the Saints just, you know, they had the Saints pretty much locked up until the second, until the third quarter. But it was a lot of like there wasn't that many. It wasn't any like picks, but a lot of tip balls and caught and great defensive plays. But it just were not the offenses weren't able to actually turn up into points. It was a very very bad game to watch, but it was fun because it was like Nickelodeon. Now, let me get to the last game. This, this, this one right here, okay? If you, if I was a betting person and you told me right now that the Browns were going to beat the Steelers in the playoffs, I was going to say, you have lost your mind. But then, but then, pause. I did tell you guys that the Steelers were fool's gold. I felt like the Steelers were fool's gold. I felt like they they were only doing so well because of their schedule at the time. When I talked about it on the huddle up. I talked about it on the V report before. And my, my I tell you right now, my hypothesis was correct. Because they, the Browns beat the Steelers 48 to 37. Now, the Browns almost became the Browns again. But... I don't know what was going on with Big Ben. It was, uh, I can't use the word I want to use. About what kind of game this was? It was just absolute crap. It was terrible. 
So Big Ben completed 47 out of 66 of his attempts. Sorry, 68 of the attempts. He threw for 501 yards. He had four touchdowns and four interceptions. Those four interceptions killed Big Ben. It just killed him. There was one play when, like, the, like the ball was hiked over Big Ben's head. And Big Ben is tall, y'all. Like, homie ain't short. Okay? He's 6'5". The fact that the ball went over it, homie's head is already just... It's just stupid. It was just dumb. It was like a lot of cartoon stuff in this game. But James um, Conner... He led in rushing. He had 11 carries for 37 yards and scored one touchdown. Juju Smith-Schuster led in receptions. He had 13 receptions for 157 yards and he had one touchdown. But let's get over to the Browns, man, because Baker Mayfield came to play. Came to play. He completed 21 of 34 attempts. He threw for 263 yards. He had three touchdowns. Nick Chubb was the leader in rushing. He had 18 carries for 76 yards. Jarvis Landry had five receptions for 92 yards and one touchdown. Could you believe that the Browns beat the Pittsburgh Steelers? I was told like it's been like so many years, like a long time since the Browns beat the Steelers. I am, if I'm a, I gotta give props to the Browns, man. The Browns deserve their respect. Everybody has to show the Browns some respect. And man, oh gosh. Pretty much the Browns dominated this entire game by literally halftime. It was 35 to 10. That is so pathetic. Pathetic. If you're playing Madden, technically you're playing Madden. This game's over in the first quarter. It was and this first quarter ended 28 to 0. With Kareem Hunt running an eight-yard um a what running any eight yards for a touchdown. Like that's 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 game in Madden. So like you guys get up to 60, you already lost by then. But man, oh man. Now Towards the third quarter, third and fourth quarter, the Browns' defense really started to, like, barf on the field. Because if you're going into halftime with a 35-10 lead, how do you end the third quarter with a 35-23 um, score? How did you allow the Steelers to put 13 points on the board? I'll tell you how. Eric um, even caught a 17-yard pass from uh, Rockenberg and making it 16-35. And Juju Smith-Schuster um, caught a 5-yard pass from Big Ben, making it 23-35. And going into the fourth quarter, Nick Chubb caught a 40-yard pass from Baker, making it 42-23. Um, however, the Steelers were not done because Chase Claypool caught a 29-yard pass from Big Ben, Make it 29 to 42. But trust me, the Browns were not done. Cody um, Parkey caught, sorry, he kicked um, two field goals, one for 24 yards, other one for 37 yards, making it 48 29. And then Chase Claypool caught a seven yard pass from Big Ben, making it um, 37 to 48 Browns victory. So that was Wild Card Weekend. Insane absolutely insane this Saturday is division weekend 
We have the NFC, um, NFC division playoffs with the Rams versus the Packers at 4:35 on Fox. The AFC division playoffs with the Ravens versus the Bills at 8:15 on NBC. On Sunday, you catch the Browns versus the Chiefs at 3:05 p.m. on CBS. And our Sunday night game is the Buccaneers versus Saints at 6:40 p.m. on Fox. I don't know about y'all, but I love the battle of the old. I told you guys after my theme for when the Bucks play the Saints, Brady versus Breeze. I love the old going at it. If you guys don't think it's possible that the Browns could upset the Chiefs, you have been sleeping this season because the Browns have been proving us wrong time and time and time again. There's a high possibility the Browns could upset the Chiefs. You heard it here first. Heard it here first. But we're going to take a quick commercial break. Yes, I know this section was long, but we had to get through our football, right? So... We're going to take a quick um, commercial break and we'll be right back. Hey guys, again, if you're trying to start your own podcast, there's no better way to do it than to sign up with Anchor. Anchor is a free podcasting platform where you can record and publish your podcast for free. Uh, what's better than a free podcast? I don't know anything else. Okay, so if you're trying to start your podcast, you're ready to get behind the mic, and you're ready to start talking whatever you want to talk about, then do what you got to do and sign up with Anchor. You heard it here first. So let's quickly talk about some NBA action, okay? I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. It hurts me to say, but my Knicks are back to being the Knicks, man. I I am, I'm too through. I'm too through. I'm tired of the abuse. I am tired of the abuse of the Knicks fan. Last night, well, when you guys listen to this, it be on Wednesday, but my, my record's on Tuesday, so on Monday night's game, <laughs> I'll get all that back, so I have no reason. Um, the Knicks fell to the Hornets, 88 to 109. Y'all... This game pissed me off for a million reasons, man. We should not be losing to the Hornets. It's just that simple as that. Kevin Knox um, let in um, points. He had 19 points. Uh, Mitchell Robinson had 11 rebounds. RJ Barrett had five assists. RJ Barrett just was not on his, his games, okay? It was that's as simple as that. RJ was not RJ the way that we needed him to be. At all. RJ had 11 points. And I'm just sitting there about to, like, just shaking anger. Um, Julius Randle only had 11 points as well. This is, this, I wasn't expecting that, y'all. I, just, I was expecting my guys to be a little bit better, but, you know, it is what it is. But let me not be, not be a hater. Okay, Charlotte. Um, <laughs> Gordon Hayward, he had 34 points, so Gordon definitely went off. Um, Lamelo Ball had 14 rebounds. Thank you for showing us up, Lamelo Ball. Not homie right now. <laughs> Devontae um, Graham had seven assists. It's overall the the Hornets just played. They outplayed the Knicks this entire game. Simple as that. Every quarter they outscored them. Their defense was better. Every, everything about the Knicks was off. I don't you know. Again, there's a lot of games in the NBA, so it's always a way to bounce back. But it, it hurt to see the Knicks drop 
in standing. I ain't gonna hold y'all. So right now, the Knicks sit at number nine when they were at number five. So that kind of really hurt. But, you know, we have time to get back from Detroit, okay? Not Detroit this year, so shout out to us. So it's still time to get back, but that was pretty lame. And then you have the Grizzlies versus the Cavs, where the Grizzlies beat the Cavs 101 to 91. Bucks beat the Magic 121 to 99. Suns fell to the Wizards 107 to 128. 76ers um, fell to the Hawks 94 to 112. Raptors fell to the Trail, but it's really, really tough game here. I'll, I'll go to that one in a second. Um, 111 to 112. So let's dive into that game real quick. This game was something else. Leader of the leader in points was Pascal um, Sykem. And for Portland, it was CJ McCollum. Um, and rebounds, Pascal, I'm sorry, and he had 22 points. And CJ McCollum had 30 points. In rebounds, Pascal um, Sykem had 13 rebounds. Shout out to you, Pascal. Played a really good game. Robert Covington had eight rebounds. And Pascal, so you know, young boy had a triple double. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Um, Pascal Sycom, he had 10 assists, and CJ McCollum had five assists. Over overall here, this game literally went down to the wire. Um, both teams played very, very well. Like this was a great game to watch. I don't know about y'all. I, I personally, I'm becoming slowly but surely a Trailblazers fan. I just love me some Trailblazers. I love watching Tim McCollum play. I like watching um, Damian Lewis play. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm slowly becoming a fan of them. So, I'm just keeping it real. But, I will say this game was, this game was dope. But I know that the Raptors were tight to lose by one point. It's always a painful feeling. I'd rather personally lose by a lot more, a lot of points than like one or two points. That hurts. I'm like, dang, one jump shot would have changed this game around. Um, the Pacers fell to the Kings, 122 to 127. And the Pelicans versus the Mavs was postponed. I'll give you all this the Tuesday um, rundown. The Heat fell to the 76ers, 134 to 137. Nuggets fell to the Nets 116 to 122. Jazz, the Jazz beat the Cavaliers 117 to 87. Lakers beat Lake Lakers. Lakers beat the Rockets 117 to 100. Spurs beat the Thunder 112 to 102. Pacers beat, beat um the Warriors 104 to 95. And the Celtics versus the Bulls game has been postponed. So, for your Wednesday games, I know y'all be listening to this on Wednesday, so you will be definitely checking it out, right? So, at 7 o'clock, you got the Mavericks versus the Hornets. Also, the Bucks versus the Pistons. The Jazz versus the Wizards game has been postponed. So, has the Magic versus the Celtics game has been postponed. But for y'all like me, the New Yorkers, we can't wait for 7.30 on ESPN because that's where you can catch the Nets versus the Knicks. And then the Grizzlies versus Timberwolves will be at 8 p.m. So will the Lakers and the Thunder. At 9 p.m., you can catch the Hawks versus the Suns. And at 10 o'clock on ESPN, you can catch the Pelicans versus the Clippers. Our last game of night will be at 10 p.m. as well. And you can catch the Trailblazers versus the Kings. So far, let's give y'all the quick division breakdown. We have... 
in Eastern Conference, we have Boston, of course, number one. We have Philly. Then we have the Bucks. We have we have the Pacers, the Magic, the Hornets, Brooklyn, Atlanta, New York, Miami, Cleveland, Chicago, Washington, Toronto. No, but yeah, not tripping. Yeah, Toronto and then Detroit. In the Western Conference, we have the Lakers, the um, the Jazz, the, the Clippers. The Phoenix, the Suns, I'm saying the Phoenix, wow. The Suns, the Trailblazers, the Mavericks, the Warriors. Okay, they back in the action, y'all. Um, the Spurs, um, the Thunder, the Kings, the Nuggets. Isn't that crazy how the Nuggets dropped down all the way down to number 11? That's crazy. Me. Then you have the Pelicans, the Grizzlies. The Rockets and then the Timberwolves. So again, it's still early in the season, so things can really change real fast. As you all know, I will be letting you know because I'm watching these games like a hawk, and you know I love my my basketball. So you know what it is. So we got concludes today's episode. Woo! Another great episode with your girl, right? And. I had a ball talking to y'all today. I'm in a very good spirit, in a good, really good mood. So, um, I hope you guys all continue to stay blessed out there, stay safe. Um, and safety is very important, guys. Please, please, please stay safe. Please, please, please take care of yourselves. And just please, again, you guys know that the viewport is part of hashtag wear a mask. So please continue to wear your mask, which will cover from the top of your nose to your chin. Uh, continue the social distance, which means say six feet apart, not six inches, not six yards, six feet apart. And continue to socially distance and just be mindful of your surroundings. That's another key thing. I know last um, year I told you guys about different things to help boost your immune system. So I will do that again. I will start with one that I personally love. I guess I must not be a vampire because I love garlic. Garlic is very good for your immune system. It's very good for your digestive health. So it's very important that you guys put garlic in your life. You can take a garlic pill. I don't personally do that. But if you guys want to take a garlic pill, start cooking with garlic, everything to help keep your body healthy. Because the best way to fight COVID is by your insides being as healthy and strong as possible. And yeah, so definitely continue to take care of yourself, continue to love yourselves. And if you don't want to wear your mask for some crazy reason, please do it. If not for not for you, but for your fellow human. As always, you guys can find me on social media, Nora N O R A underscore Natish N A T I S H on Twitter, Instagram, and Clubhouse. So definitely, you guys want to talk to me on Clubhouse. I am always willing to talk. Always willing to join a room. So if you want to talk to me, pin me into your room. I'll definitely join him. I have been doing it a few times. I love it. So hey, now y'all know. So definitely keep your girl updated and I'll keep you updated. And as always, take care, stay safe, stay healthy. Bye.